Hey, this is Adam Torres, and I'm here to tell you that it has never been easier to start your very own podcast. At Mission Matters, our goal is to amplify stories that matter. That means we want to help you start your podcast because your story matters. We can do this in three different ways. One, join our podcast school and take a free or paid course. Two, visit our resources page where we've already figured out what you need, such as where to host your podcast. Or three, heck, we can even do everything for you through our podcast agency, including editing for cheaper than you can do in-house. Oh, and no contracts, services month to month. Get started by heading over to missionmatters.com and click on start a podcast. All right, now let's get into the show. Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Money Podcast, your source for all things money. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, today I have Ryan Sterling on the line. He's founder and head wealth coach over at Future U Wealth. Ryan, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. All right, Ryan, so I'm excited to get into your new book today. You're making other people rich, save, invest, and spend with intention. So uh, for my audience that have been listening to me for a long time, you know I love supporting other authors and helping them sell books. So we definitely want you to go out and, and pick up a copy of this. Um, and we're going to get into the content of the book, Ryan. But before we do that, just to give the audience a little bit more context on your background, uh, tell us a little bit more about what you're doing over at Future U Wealth. Yeah, for sure. Um, First off, thanks for supporting the book. I look forward to talking more about it. But yeah, just a little bit about myself. Um, so I've been a practicing financial advisor, uh, gosh, going on 16 years now. Uh, the bulk of my time has been spent working at some of the larger firms in the industry. Uh, I worked at Goldman Sachs out of business school. I worked at a large investment management firm called Alliance Bernstein. And um, before launching Future U Wealth, I was at one of the largest global investment management organizations. And I would say that the typical client that I worked with at those firms would be considered uh, high net worth or even ultra high net worth. Uh, that can be defined in a lot of different ways, but just for clarity's sake, let's just say $5 million in investable assets and above. So that's not $5 million net worth. That's $5 million of liquid investable money. So, you know, I was working with you know, pretty wealthy people, right? People who were, you know, retired, uh, business owners, post-liquidity events. Uh, a lot of inherited wealth, legacy families, and everything was all well and good. Um, and something happened a couple of years ago where I was given the opportunity to contribute an article to Business Insider. And it was, you know, kind of give your tips on how you know, just, uh, a young person looking to build wealth, you know, what would you recommend they do? And I wrote the article and it went on to be like a viral success. And the feedback I was getting was just, I mean, it was overwhelming. And I mean, just even, I had one guy reach out to me and tell me that, you know, he made the article must read for all of his grandchildren. I had people telling me that, you know, this article is helping them get out of debt. And it was one of those things where as much as I liked my job and like working with my clients, um, I really felt that there was an underserved part of the population. So fast forward to where I am today, and now I run my own independent wealth practice, Future You Wealth. Um, and I still work with some of my high net worth clients who have followed me over the years. But I would say that really the, the goal and the mission for Future You Wealth 
was to really help that person who feels unrest or anxiety when it comes to money. Uh, that person who gets to the end of the month and says, where did all my money go? That person who's in credit card debt, that person who's really struggling. Um, I do have two sides of my business. So there is a side that's kind of your traditional wealth management uh, relationship where there's financial planning, but I also manage the assets for the clients and diversified portfolios. Um, but another side of my business that's been a really fast-growing part of it, um, which is also going to be wrapped into an online course in the very near future, um, I call it wealth coaching. And wealth coaching is for that person that is, again, feels unrest, doesn't know where to start, and money is a huge source of anxiety and something that's scary for them. And in the coaching part of the engagement, and again, soon to be an online course, we just go through baby steps, step by step on how to get out of credit card debt, how to start investing, how to be at, more at peace with your money. And I tell you, it has been such an amazing and rewarding experience over this uh, year or so that I've been, uh, I've been live with Future You Wealth. Man, that's awesome. And I think that's a great transition. So let's dive into your book. So you're making other people rich. Um, what was the inspiration for writing this and for taking it and putting it into book form? Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I think like a lot of authors, I basically wrote the book that I wish I would have read 10 to 15 years earlier. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of those. I, I talk about my background and, you know, working at some of the larger firms in the industry. And I suffered from a phenomenon that a lot of uh, professionals suffer from, and that's called lifestyle creep. And lifestyle creep is effectively the way you think about it is that every time you get a bonus, every time you get a raise, you're earning more income it becomes an invitation to develop more expensive tastes and habits. So your income goes up by 50000 Well, your expenses go up by 55000 Your income then goes up by 100000 Your expenses go up by 110000 It was one of those things where, you know, again, I found myself, it's funny, I take a step back. Uh, I, I, I remember when I was 25 and I was going to pick up a print job in the, the office printer and I saw a, a it, it totally, this was inadvertent. I picked up my print job and you know how sometimes you print, pick up a job and there's someone else's print job with it. And it was the W2 of uh, an older client, a, a colleague of mine, um, someone who was in their you know late thirties, early forties. And I remember I saw the number that they made and like my eyes were popping out of my head. And I was like, wow, like when I hit that number, like that's gonna be my, I made it number. Um, so then fast forward like 12 years or so, and it's at the end of the year, and I'm just kind of doing some reflection over the last couple of years. And I just, I ended up just deciding to pull up, like, oh, how much money am I going to make this year? And I ended up pulling up my ADP income report, and it was one of those moments where I'm like, wow, wait, I, I hit that number. I hit my, I made a number. And I looked at where I was. I looked at my relationship with money. I looked at, um, you know, our consumption patterns, and I looked at just how much anxiety and unrest I felt about money. And it was one of those things where I was in, I'm in the money business, right? Number one, but then number two is I'm making a really high income. And it's one of those things where it hit me, where it's like managing wealth. Well, the numbers and the forecasts and the spreadsheets are all important. It's really your relationship with money. And I just started talking to other people and I wasn't alone in this. Um, and then that coupled with a business insider article, and I said, you know what, I, I think I think this message needs to get out there that it's um, 
you know, managing money, it comes down to more being intentional with your money, you know, understanding how to design your best, most intentional life and use the money as a resource, again, for lifestyle design, as opposed to having it be a force that basically just fuels your ego. Man, that's that's well said, and uh, and I like that you use yourself as an example because I feel like sometimes um, people think that it's like uh, you know when it comes to money or something else like that 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 you know high income earners or uh, people aren't always susceptible. And to me, I always tell people, I'm like uh, I'm like you know the more money you make, sometimes especially I know from your vantage point with the type of high net worth individuals you you worked with, I mean, it's cash flow is a whole different thing. Wealth and cash flow, I mean, it's two two different things, right? A hundred percent. And it's amazing. I mean, I, I, I break the book down into three sections and I did this very intentionally. Uh, the first section is you're being exploited. And that's all about just the awareness of how retailers and marketers are exploiting us to overspend on a day to day basis. The second part is accountability. And it's basically how do you fight back? How do you take accountability? How to take back control? And one of the chapters, and then I'll say the, the third section is action. That's actually how to take action. But in the accountability, you know, you talk about, you know, people who are, who are super wealthy. Um, one of the chapters is on attachments and about the attachments that we have in our day to day life, our attachment to identity, career, you know, stuff, significance, uh, fairness, whatever it may be. And it's really interesting to look at that and to use just the, the people I've worked with over the years as a case study, because some of the people who make the most money or have the most money have the most attachments and are fueled more by ego. And that's where they're almost, I, I, I call them, they're, they're trapped in a prison of their own creation. They're owned by their attachments. They're owned by their stuff. They're owned by what they want you to think about them. And it's one of those things where, again, going through this book and really diving into it and, and using myself as a case study, I realized that, that while money is a really important resource and I want to earn more money, I want to make more money, like make no mistake about it. Um, it's also how do I use it, though, know, not as just a tool, again, to show off uh, my, my worth to society, but how do I use it to design my best life? And ultimately going through and asking the question, and this is in the book, what do I want? What do I want out of life but give two constraints? It can't be more money and it can't be more stuff. <laughs> so when you ask that question, what do I want? It really comes down to, you know, wanting better relationships, wanting more adventure, wanting more personal growth. You know, when you, when you give those constraints and you really break it down to the wants that are going to make you fulfilled, um, it really has nothing to do with money at the end of the day. No, I think it's a big, a big deal and a big message. Um, and I know in the back of the book, so you have some accountability exercises or guides, yeah. as you call them. Um, tell us a little bit more about those, because what I, I see your book as is I don't see it as like a, a even though it's, it's digestible, it's not like written for like the scientists. And so, so people, it's very accessible, yeah. like you, you break it down really well. But I think it's also it also serves that manual function. Like this is a book that you can you're going to refer back to like many times in, on your journey. So tell us a little bit more about these guides. Yeah, for sure. So it's one of those where. When I was writing the book, I was thinking there's definitely, especially on the awareness and accountability sections, it definitely felt um, a little self-healthy. And I don't mean that in a bad way. It, it, it's kind of, it's, in, it's intentionally kind of supposed to be somewhat of a self-help book because, again, it's all about developing your rela better relationship with money. Mm -hmm. But for me, I, and this is my personal bias, I am someone where 
Uh, and I see this. I see this with those self-help seminars and the books and the clinics, like whatever you want to call it. And you feel really good. You feel really excited. You feel a whole sense of clarity. And then two weeks later, you're back to exactly where, where you were. And I know I, I, I've been that person. And I can tell you for me personally, uh, I, I've become someone where if something inspires me, if something gets me excited, I have to take action. So that's one thing that I really wanted to uh, put in this book and, and to make sure that while you're reading it, there's also an active element to it. So you're not just reading the words, you're actually putting the words into action. And that's where the accountability exercise is. So defining what you want, um, helping you to go to detach from the expectations, the ideas, the shoulds that are holding you back. Um, go through and define, de- defining wealth on your terms. Like, what does a wealthy life mean to you besides just the money? And again, these these guys are really. And then, sorry. Then the last one is, you know, what are you willing to commit to? Because it's 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 all fun and games. We can say, yeah, no, this is great. This is what I want. But it's really it's not about what you want. It's about what you're willing to commit to. So again, these accountability exercises were very much about, okay, you feel good. You feel inspired. You feel like you're taking back control. Okay, great. Now take action on it, on it so you can build some momentum. Man, that's awesome, Ryan. I'm a big fan of the work and what you're doing. Um, so that being said, if, uh, if somebody's listening to this and they want to learn more about, um, about your team and what you're doing over at Future You Wealth, or if they want to learn more about the book, I mean, just in general, how do people connect with you and your team, Ryan? Yeah, for sure. So there is the, the website for Future You Wealth, futureyouwealth.com. Um, but also if you, if you want to engage with me though on a, a more holistic level, you know, look at the online course, look at the book, et cetera. Um, I have another website, ryansterling.com, and that's probably the best place to go. So ryansterling.com, that has everything about me, my story, my book, uh, ways to engage with me, including Future You Wealth. Um, also, I'm pretty active on LinkedIn, so you can just find me, Ryan Sterling, on LinkedIn. Um, yeah, those are probably the best ways to, to engage with me. Fantastic. Well, Ryan, congrats again on the new book and all the great work you're doing there. I think you're going to help a lot of people with that. So congrats. And uh, to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to uh, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store. And if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Money, definitely give us a subscribe there, but also leave us some comments on the video. Love to know what kind of projects and things that you're working on. And Ryan, thanks again for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me.